the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we're ready to talk gardening with you. 210-308-8867. It's another beautiful day here at Millburgers. A uh, little more cloudy, little wispy clouds in the sky, not quite as clear. You got goosebumps on your arm there. For oh, yeah. It's not, that, <laughs> it's not that cold, though. I don't know why I got that. I saw I saw a little a little girl one of the employees here wearing shorts, Milton. I don't doubt it. It's really not bad today. I know y'all were <laughs> complaining. Uh, I, I, I can't believe you let her out, do you, Milton? <laughs> well, she won't be wearing shorts much this week. Uh, the weather forecast calls for. Let's see tonight. Low around 63 today. High is sunny and high near 74. So that'll oh, be real that's nice. wonderful. And currently it's 70. Oh yeah. Uh, tomorrow Veterans Day. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, 40% chance of showers mainly afternoon. Cloudy with high near 72. Uh, gusty winds with as high as high as 35 miles per hour. Wow. Yeah, Monday night showers likely before midnight. Then rain after midnight. I'm not sure I know the difference. Uh, cloudy with a low around 35 tomorrow night. Okay. Breezy with a north wind at 20 to 25 miles per hour. Gusts as high as 40 miles per hour. Wow, batting down the hatches and chance of rain 60%. See, long as long as the wind's blowing, it's not going to freeze. Oh, okay. You're right. So that's good news. Okay. But the Express News, their, their weather forecast today... I think it was Tuesday night they predicted uh, 30 down to 30 degrees. According to the government forecast, let's see, Tuesday <laughs> night, 31. Low yeah. around 31 on Tuesday night. Wow. Yeah, well, I was right. Uh, let's see. But Monday it's going to rain. Wednesday it looks like it's beginning to warm up with a high near 53. Then, oh, yeah, low around 40. High near 59 Thursday, Thursday night. Low around 47. Then Friday, it's, uh, yeah, Friday, partly sunny, high near 64. Sun Saturday, high near 66. Yeah, but uh, the rains are coming on Monday night. Rains are coming as early tomorrow as noon, according to this. Uh, 40% chance of showers mainly afternoon. Yeah. So, uh And then overnight, it's going to be. Th- overnight, more rain. Yeah. And then, uh, let's see, and then it looks like 
Tuesday, really the highest Tuesday chance night. of rain is uh, is tomorrow and Monday night. Tomorrow and tomorrow evening, 60% chance. Uh, yeah, 40% chance in the day, 60 at night, and then 20% chance on Tuesday and Wednesday, according to government or weather.gov. And the cold weather's coming in Tuesday night? Yeah, so the storms go away. On Tuesday. Yeah, and then Tuesday, yeah, that's when Calvin was saying Tuesday night, 31. Yeah, but those high winds. High winds, winds are about five. So Tuesday (laughs) night winds, uh, north winds, five to ten miles per hour. So not like you were, yeah, just as you said, winds die down. Yeah, so Tuesday... Uh, it's uh, still gusty with high up to 30 miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, and we, we we touched on it yesterday about uh, this uh, covering the tender plants. Yeah, apparently we... Uh, with grow... With... Uh, insulate? Uh, heat, heat. What is it called? Insulate? <laughs> insulate. Insulate. Yeah. insulate. Uh, I, I still like my grow web, but uh, maybe insulated would be better uh, in the high wind. And the blankets and trace yeah, the blankets. We did a good job because a lot of people came in yesterday. And got blankets and got both of them. Yeah, <laughs> insulating the blankets. They got co- they got coverings. So that's our non-plant plant of the weekend. We'll tell you more about that. But yeah, yeah, so. blankets are basically uh, the. A cloth covering cloth, plasticized. Yeah, with uh, with with drawstrings on it or, or right uh, edges, some, the round ones. Are, well, yeah. some of them, yeah. So you can put it over something and then pull the drawstring yeah. tight around the trunk. And you definitely definitely uh, want to anchor the stuff down, like you're saying. We're gonna have a lot of wind. Mm-hmm. And when uh, I don't know if we. Well, we're we're never gonna have a, a fairly hard freeze out in the hill country, out in the higher areas, and toward Bernie and Kerrville and that area. But uh, so you definitely want to cover with a grow web. Uh, I mean, uh, insulate uh, uh, before before the winds come, and well. anchor it down well. Yeah, and, and actually, basically, today is yeah. today and tomorrow today. <laughs> before noon is your time to do it. Tomorrow it might be rainy. I'm going to, uh, I'm not going to attempt to uh, save my very nice foliage tomatoes. All right, Calvin. And I think my uh, cyclamen will be fine. Uh, You're going to cover them, aren't you? No. Uh-uh. Uh-oh. Not with all that potential is rain and, and plus that low uh, I've n- never had to cover them unless it was uh, under th- under 30 degrees what about the wind I don't the, the, they're sheltered uh, beds you know and they're in the shade and uh, uh, surrounded by hedges and things like that yeah. so, so well we here at Millburgers encourage you not to cover them Calvin. yeah <laughs> 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 they were they'll be on sale. Uh, well, let's see. Let me get my sale deal now. Now the winds may. If you really got a severe wind, you had an open bed. Uh, quite, they might uh, inter, 
interfere with the open blooms, but they do a pretty good job of hiding those buds. Um, the, the, you worry more about a uh, deep cold for the buds than you do the yeah. least I do on the wind. Let's see. This this sale goes off on Monday, level tomorrow. Right, tomorrow. Tomorrow. And the cyclamens were on are on sale till tomorrow. Four and a half inch pots regularly five ninety nine. Regular sale four eighty eight. And they're pretty, uh, but. Uh, so we'll have to have to see if they're going to be on sale next week. Yeah, we won't know until Wednesday. But if they if they all freeze out, <laughs> well, they take care of them here. They bring them in the green. Yeah, I'm talking about at uh, homeowners. Oh, and, they, and Calvin, when he comes in to get replacements, <laughs> I hope they're going to be on sale. Poor Calvin. <laughs> no, I think I'm based my. Uh, confidence on the fact that that prediction's going up and down and then the winds involved all that rain it's really hard to get a pretty uh, deep yeah freeze when you got those kind of conditions yeah. so will the wind hurt the i haven't ever been or? bothered in the, where i planted them i guess okay. if you had them outside in open except you you know quite often they're in well cyclamen you have to plant them in the shade so they're quite often in a sheltered Melton, don't say anymore. Calvin's trying to talk himself into doing that. Oh, he's trying to talk I'm himself just, uh, <laughs> I'm just providing the logic for the decision. Okay. <laughs> I know that now, would not be, Jerry would be comfortable with the logic. Now, yeah, you have you have the covers, don't you? You have oh, covers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you change your mind. Calvin, cover a bed for me, will you? Nah, I've got to. Come on, just oh, one. Oh, as an experiment? Yeah. To see? Okay. Just one bed, Calvin. I've got a, uh, <laughs> as many folks out there do, I've got a busy schedule. I can't. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, it's kind of hard to fit it in. <laughs> just cover one bed for me. That's all I'm asking, Calvin. Actually, right. actually mine, they're in uh, mostly in containers. Oh, uh, near the front door, so we... Yeah, long near the front door. Yeah. Or in sheltered area. Yeah. But anyway, it's something for everybody to be uh, aware of. All right, 210. Is, is Trace here today? Yeah. yeah, he's been walking around. What you... I'm, I've got to scold him a little bit. Oh, well, now he's never coming to the porch. Thanks. <laughs> you know what I found? Walking out through the... Plants yesterday the, through uh, the plants on sale here at Millburgers? I'm scared to ask. A flat of laurel bush petunias. Oh, really? Uh, <laughs> I thought feel, that. I, a feel out there. Yeah, that's, I saw that. It's only one flat, but uh, and they're from a interesting uh, source. Uh, they're from the herb herb farm. I thought. Oh, how interesting. But uh, and they're 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 not the prettiest plants you ever saw, but they're good enough for Laura Bush. So uh, if you wanna uh, want to plant Laura Bush for the fa- for the spring, you, yeah. you get the plants now, and you can plant them either in containers or uh, or, or uh, uh, in the ground. Okay. 
But uh, and I've seen beds that are full of Laura Bush petunias, and in the spring, come in, oh yeah, holy cow, they are yeah, they're killing, they're, yeah, absolutely incredible. <laughs> so anyway, that's out there. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that, I don't think that's they're on any of our sale items. No, but the important thing is, uh, we've got a flat, and they're in four eight, four and a half inch oh, good. pots, okay. big pots. So uh, it's so. A word to the wise, as my old uh, dead Latin teacher used to say. Yes. <coughs> well, what's, what is the end of that? A word, a word to the wise is sufficient. sufficient. Okay. She used to. He used to say that uh, when you're going to give a pop quiz the next day. Ah, oh, so she was okay. So I, I, I always wanted to go up and beat her. You know, blacken her eye when oh. she said that. Okay. <laughs> Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. So uh, don't have to worry about covering my poppies. No. Don't have to. Well, they're just germinated little sprouts right now anyway, except for the cat. I thought the cat was messing them up. Well, he hasn't messed them all up. And there were a lot. I put down a lot of seeds. He'll come back and mess the rest of them. Probably so. Up. Yeah. The the you stock... need to have a talk with that cat. Uh huh. That cat. <laughs> we, we we brought that skinny cat back to life. That cat. Uh-huh. That, that poor little cat. Now you're suffering. I know. This is the way he treats us. Like my brother used to say, "No good turn goes unpunished." Yes. Uh-huh. In this particular case. Um. But what was I going to say? Oh. <laughs> about the cat. Stocks? Anyway. What about stocks? No. 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 Okay, they're cold weather. Uh, things that, should I just let things in containers that are uh, perennials die down, like shrimp plant, and yeah. just yeah. Let, them, let them go? Yeah, that's right. If shrimp yeah, they're plant. They're dropping their leaves. I know the turf yeah. scap's dropping its leaves already. Yeah, if shrimp plant is in a protected area. Yeah. It'll... I've seen it go in Forest Appleton's backyard. he got a big planting. Hmm. And uh, it stays into the winter. Wow, that's cool. So uh, it's pretty hardy. And the, depending on where your zinnias are, they some of them may, because this doesn't sound like this uh, weather is any more fierce than it was a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I cut flower garden that eight eight foot bed I've got of them. Uh, they got uh, flowers got burnt, uh, but they kind of almost like. They were deadheaded, and now they've got all kinds of bud, new ones there. But, of course, if it's a, you know, a little longer this time or cold weather or a degree colder, the zinnias could be hurt, too. Yeah, that could be killed. So he's still talking to himself. I don't know. Did you hear that? Yeah. Well, yeah. He used I mean. a different tactic, but it was still <laughs> the same thing. <laughs> he always comes back to that. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't sound like it's going to be any worse than it was a couple of weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, oh. no problem. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at that. What's uh, that? Uh, the the. Uh, oh, they're getting some cyclamen. Two, uh, yeah, two wagons. Oh my goodness! And they're doing what I like. They're doing the red and the white. Yeah. I know you like the purple and the yeah. Uh, I, just, I like pinkish. Color, yeah. yeah. But you uh, know, you know what? Is another plant that's really doing well is lupinbagos. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mine. Uh, Gosh, I think they planted them four years ago, five years ago. I was really been pretty disappointed until this year. Now they're, they're exactly the way we expected them to be. 
Oh, is that right? They were bred for a couple of years? Usually yeah, when they, they're a small plant, they bloom their brains out. Yeah, they did. They uh, didn't uh, this time. Now they are blooming well. And then the best-looking one is uh, right near the front door on a on a trellis. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not out where the deer can bother. No. no okay. No, yeah, they don't. They're not. The deer are not in there. Let's see. Our will. Uh, if you haven't lost your coral vine, you may lose your coral vine. Right. Which is good and bad. It's <laughs> it's beautiful and it's really a good pollinator plant. But if it uh, if it didn't get affected by cold weather, it would be covering every house oh, and plant. Oh yeah. There is. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Take a second to talk to you about Spider-Man termite and pest control. Um, listen, I've seen a lot of uh, people posting on Facebook and talking about how great the cold weather is going to be uh, for getting rid of insects, but I know from talking to Spider-Man that it's not a, a permanent solution. Uh, the permanent solution is you have to continue to fight the battle. You have to continue to figure out where these things are coming into your home. And, by the way, your home is more attractive now because it's nice and warm and toasty. <laughs> uh, so uh, if uh, you get bugged uh, by bugs or rodents or whatever, call Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. And Calvin was right. Yesterday we didn't we don't talk enough about termites and their damage. Uh, so if you want, if you're worried about that or think you might have damage, besides the other things that Spider-Man can help with, uh, let him do a termite inspection, and then let him, uh, if he finds it, let him help you with treatment. Uh, and then these guys can not only do the thing, but uh, they stand behind the work that they do. And each year they'll come out and make sure you don't have the termites. It's Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Check them out online. You'll see all the things that they do. Uh, including mosquito control, which I don't imagine is going to be on everybody's mind if it does get cold. But, uh, but yeah, that's in the summer that will come about, or the spring. Um, uh, wildlife management, termite and pest control, and more. Plus, you'll find out about specials they have at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control, 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. Online at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road, reminding you December 7th and December 8th are Millburgers' annual Christmas open house. It's a whole lot of fun, and I'm going to tell you more right now. The traditional open house is Saturday, December 7th, with the little red choo-choo rides all around the fresh-cut Christmas trees, the sweet Adeline singing your favorite Christmas carols, face painting, roasted corn, hot chocolate wassail, and more, and pictures with Santa from 11 to 3. So come on out and take great family photos. Come on out on Sunday, December 7th, for the Christmas Cowboy Christmas at Millburgers, including, again, Little Red Choo Choo, Roasted Corn Funnel Cakes, Hot Chili, 
Texas weather band music, and much, much more, including a balloon artist. Plus, we invite you to come on by Millburgers right now and pick an angel off the Salvation Army Angel Tree and help support someone this year. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road, on the web at millburgernursery.com. GT, the LT, CP, the OD, the MP makes you do cappy. It's a GI Jive man alive. It starts with a bugle blowing revelry over your bed when you arrive. Hey, Jack, that's a GI Jive. Rudely toot, jump in your suit, make a salute. I reboot. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Al, back at the station, finding songs to honor veterans on Veterans Day, which is tomorrow. I guess this is Veterans Day weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Millburgers going to be open. Sure. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so uh, we'll have to see what else he's come up with. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. You know and what this high wind's going to do? No. Blow the pecans out of the tree. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> huh. A high wind like that will blow the native pecans out of the tree. Is that good? Yeah. So now you can go collect them. Everybody goes collect them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so but, you should put a little tarp down underneath the uh, thing to catch the... Uh, well, you could do that if the tarp doesn't blow away. Yeah, you could. Well, it would be easier than, than picking them up off the ground. Oh, yeah. Makes uh, it easier for the squirrels, too, I imagine. The, but uh, but if, if they don't blow out and uh, you want to get them, if the shuck, the, the green covering yeah. of the pecan, if it's split, you can take it's them out okay. of the shuck. They're ripe. Yeah, but they won't blow out of the shuck if they've got a oh, green shuck. Oh, okay. But you can hurry it up to uh, take them out of the shuck. Very interesting. And y'all were talking about your roses that were doing well. The Grandma's Yellow that I have in the container is back and, and doing well and blooming again. Good. I guess it's kind of a fall bloom that'll probably stop, right? No. Oh, it'll go through the winter? No. Well. Not if the Depends yeah, on if it's a hard winter. freeze. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, yeah, I like that you plant. You don't need though. to cover it. But they're no, no, no. But I like that plant a lot. That's tough. I miss my poor Belinda's dream. Yeah. But I don't know what happened. <laughs> Just but, one of those things. Yeah. So what did you determine killed killed the... I don't know. Because the, the, the uh, symptoms that you gave me didn't exactly fit. The black root part fit. Yeah. But the yeah, black root but it'll it. pop out easy from the ground because that's the same question David asked me. Did it come out easy? It's <laughs> like no, it did not. It was like me, you know, like football practice where you're pushing against the dummy. It was me pushing against that thing just to get it to come out, and then going to the other side and pushing the other way, and then pushing this way and that way, until it finally just until uh, it gave up and came out. But the blacks, the roots <laughs> were black, so I'll try something else there again and. We'll see what happened. Right now, I don't have anything. At the uh, that's where the uh, the pansies are. That's they're in a container where that was. So we'll see. Yeah, but I and my uh, 
Whatchamadoodle, maybe it is the soil at our house because the uh, knockout is not doing well. It kind of looks... Well, I think I think this has not been a good summer for... Uh, oh, yeah, it's been too hot. Yeah, my and my all my uh, tough modern roses, too, other than those uh, Martha Gonzalez, they're in a different bed, and they got a, they, they're blessed with better soil. I brought in soil, not just the subsoil that I use for this other... They are finally perking up, you know, new foliage. And yeah. Oh, wow. But it'll be just in time. I mean, you really don't expect a long bloom period this year. So if I had Belinda's dream still, would it be blooming? Are yours blooming? Oh, yeah. Are they really? If you're in good soil, yeah. If, uh, But mine, mine are not blooming the way you would expect them to bloom this time of the year in this weather. But you have to take into account the weather that... Uh, preceded this yeah because yeah. they uh, we really didn't have a good foliage base until they oh okay started. now if you haven't pruned uh, <laughs> your roses for the fall uh, it's it's later than it's recommended but uh, I'd go ahead and uh, take the dead dead tissue out of there uh, of, of your of your hybrid tea roses uh, well, and also your tough modern roses because they yeah they took a on the chin hmm. too. I mean, I noticed that there are a bunch of stems, dead stems. In yeah, there. just take take the dead tissues out, uh, and if you've got a, a dead stem, I, I mean a dead cane, excuse me, uh, take, you can take that dead cane all the way back to the to the ground, all the way to the bottom. Of the of the row, and uh, just just leave the ones that uh, have, are green, and take out the ones that are brown. Okay. And, and that that's that'll keep uh, stimulating new shoots to come up. Well, and it's just better. The bed looks better too. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, doing a cyclamen report right now. First off, uh, Millburgers is cyclamen central, and we have I've seen three carts of uh, cyclamen leaving the nursery. There's plenty more, but uh, red and white, most popular colors. Uh, like she's got, and then there was a woman with a little wagon full. That's there, pretty, there she was, way over there. That's there. a pretty uh, small sample to determine that's the most popular. I'm just saying it's so most popular so far. It could change. We could have a rush of pink people come and buy them. That purple, too. Those purple plant people. Uh, in terms of uh, striking combination, that red and yellow is hard to, I mean, red and white is yeah. hard to beat. Man. Those See. two together really... But uh, Millburgers has, if those aren't your styles or you want something different, again, as Calvin has mentioned, there's pink, there's uh, sort of a, 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 what would you call it, kind of a fuchsia, the the purplish. Yeah, the purple they call it. Yeah, three three or four different pink lavender combinations. There. Yeah. There's a look at that poor little monarch. She's not, he's not gonna well, make it. Oh no! Go away, monarch. He, that's fly <laughs> fly south. He's not gonna make it. He's just, oh. should, just enjoy. Can, it. can we save it and bring it home and no keep it warm? <laughs> okay, thanks, Calvin. But we uh, know it's coming, and the monarch is gonna. That monarch's not gonna be here next weekend. <laughs> uh, see, because it's got you know a fourth of its wing has been. 
broken off. Yeah. Oh, sure has. How'd that happen? I don't know. He didn't report. Poor was, little guy. Okay. Makes me want to go out and whisper to it. No, don't go whisper uh, to it. You're just gonna. <laughs> so is this one of those circles of life? Yeah. It's the circle. <laughs> the circle. Okay. No one wants to hear me sing. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh, there he goes. No, that's a new one. That's a new one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Full wing. Okay, okay Trace. Did you hear me fussing about you? No. I was fussing about you because you didn't tell us that you'd gotten some, uh, gotten a flat of uh, Laura Bush petunias in. Okay. I found them. Yeah, they're, they're, out, the, they're, out, they're out there. Second back, second bench from the back, yep. right by the uh, uh, large ca- cabbage and kale. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where they're at. Yeah, <laughs> and. Uh, that, that's a, She's not impressed by your scolding him at all. <laughs> But, I uh, can't understand that. There's uh, 35,000 flats of plants here, and you, <laughs> and you miss one. Uh, uh, he knew where it was. I'll make, a, I'll make a point of taking an hour every day telling him what came in. <laughs> okay. But I, I was spotted that just uh, one, I would one row over it. I saw that bloom and uh, went did. over there, and, and sure enough, it is Laura Bush. It's got a... Or, uh, it's either Laura Bush or VIP, which are, it's hard to tell the difference. But uh, if you if you, to get the true Laura Bush, you look on the inside of the bloom, and they're purple, the or blue. Uh, so the the uh, stamen in the flowers is blue. But anyway, they're on on. They're on high demand, but uh, hard to get. Yes, sir. And uh, th- that was a new place that you got those from. Uh, I think it was the herb farm. Yep, that's that's actually when when Peterson didn't have them. They're yeah, the other ones that come up. Yeah, they good. So anyway, anybody that wants the only reseeding petunia on the market, uh, we've got transplants over here. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. Before we go to the non-plant plant of the weekend, let's talk a little bit about some other things that are on sale here at Mill Burger. Is that okay by you? You bet. Okay, pansies, beautiful pansies on sale, majestic giants, crown, antique, and matrix varieties, four-inch pots full of blooms, only $1.29 each or 10 for $11. Uh, imported amaryllis bulbs, an exotic collection of quality cultivars imported from Israel. You still got some of those? There's still a few, and, and my favorite, uh, I love the doubles, and there's still a few of those greens left. All right. Oh, cool. Six eighty-eight or 2 for $12, regularly seven ninety-nine. We mentioned the cyclamen are on sale. Lots of beautiful choices in the Gal- cyclamen. Uh, which one are the cyclamen? It's the, the ones there that are glowing oh, in color. Oh, yeah. that one. That was, <laughs> the way where I have to wear my sunglasses over here. Yeah. So we're doing an informal study, okay. uh, which is watching people and what they're buying in the cyclamen. And so far, my red and white are the most popular, according to what I can tell. Well, Trace and I were so at the... over the years, yeah, generally a before Thanksgiving, Ooh, it is time. Uh, the pastels and whites. Okay. And after Thanksgiving, it is purples, reds, and whites. Oh, very so interesting. Whites are always so, but but historically, those were where the numbers go. Yeah. Okay. The purples are, I like them. They uh, at least in my beds, they 
seemed to be a uh, uniform and long-lived. You know, they, they just keep plugging away, and mm-hmm. uh, they all consistent. But Trace and I were uh, assessing the primulas over there, too. There were some... Of course, all those colors are. Uh, I wasn't going to tell him he was buying the Aggie color bloom. Oh, because it was really the Longhorn. Oh, okay. <laughs> it, it, no, it, w- it wasn't Longhorn. It, it was too it pretty. Was it was orange. It was orange. <laughs> okay. There were two variations of orange in there. Really. Oh, really? There yeah, a- one a real clear orange, and then one that had a little mixed uh, color in it. Like a reddish orange, like a burnt orange. No, yes. <laughs> okay. The center, the center was yellow, and the outside was burnt orange. Oh, cool! All right. uh, but there's red. They could just take that center and make it white. That would be yes, great. Yes, it would. Reds, okay. yellows, uh, blues. They're just a lot. Those colors are just pretty spectacular, and they um, they respond pretty quick. You put them in even in small containers. Um, they, they they do well, yeah. and I think they're. Terry and I kind of treat them as uh, the same cold tolerance as cyclamen, but I think they're a little, little more cold tolerant than cyclamen. Oh, okay. Good news, Trace. Oh no, Trace. Kevin's not going to cover his cyclamen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, y'all get again a good supply uh, he, he will be, after next week. He will be just fine, and yes, we'll still have more. Oh, okay. All right. Hey, some things that are on. At, at 32, I think you do more damage covering than you do uh, good. Yeah, probably so. Wow. Now, not in my case. I'm going to cover regardless because right. I want to make sure the blooms are all still good. Yeah. But in Calvin's case, I would agree with him. Man. Okay. Don't ever do that, Trey. I, I, yeah, have, I have to. That's a mistake. It's like to. feeding a cat. It's just going to make him come around more <laughs> if you keep agreeing with him. All right, so some things that are on sale for the final week. That means basically about a day and a half. And y'all are open tomorrow. We are. Perennials in the one-gallon container in front of us. Lots of choices. We know that the monarchs like the lantana because we see them on it. And we got lantana. You got the fall asters. Those yes. are pretty. Some good-looking plumbagos, uh, mixed petunias, rock rose. There's milkweed, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe this Did y'all is sell all those pavonias that you had over there? You had them uh, right over they're, there. They're right over there. Forever. They're right there now. Oh, right here? Yeah. By the tree? By the hug me tree. Okay. Oh, the hug me tree. When's the last time you hugged that tree, Milton? I haven't hugged it in a while. <laughs> is, it, is it complaining? No. Milton no. never comes by anymore. Never hugs me. Why? Uh, best landscape and foundation shrubs, including dwarf yopon holly, Yay. dwarf burford holly, Yay. red tifatinia, waxleaf ligustrum, and more. Eleven uh, eighty-eight in the three-gallon container. Is that a good price? That's a great price. That's what dwarf I figured. Dwarf burford holly. You left that one out. What did I say? Oh, okay. Sorry. You got Yopon, but you mentioned Bur- uh, you mentioned oh, okay. Burford. Okay, dwarf Yopon holly, dwarf Burford holly. I, w- I was pulling in uh, Chick Fil A last night. Yeah, and uh, they had some uh, Burford hollies planted along the uh, along the entrance, and uh, you could see there see the lights from inside the building on the shiny leaves. Oh, neat! The Burford holly looked. I thought first when I first saw them, I thought they were decorated for Christmas because they had so, had uh, had those shiny leaves. That's cool. Yeah. So that's forty percent off, eleven eighty eight. Shade trees, the final week, all uh, save thirty percent on all ten, fifteen, and thirty gallon shade trees. Fruit trees are on sale. Fruit trees, including citrus, save over thirty percent. Um, five gallon. 
on sale, 26.88, and uh, citrus on sale in the three gallon for 29.88. You got anyone, any ones you want to brag about in those? Oh, there's a good, great assortment out yeah, there. Yeah, they really are. <laughs> And you don't uh, have to worry about covering uh, in this freeze. Nope. That, now, those shade trees, are they on sale for the whole week, next week, or just Monday? Tomorrow, just Monday. Tomorrow's the last day. Tomorrow's the last day. So I, I don't know if you all noticed on the way in. We we do that so we have a place to unload our Christmas yeah, trees. Yeah, I saw that. The space is already made to unload yeah. the Christmas trees. Um, I was just going to alert people, too. If they know what they want, they should go ahead and take advantage of this sale because they they also can take advantage of the cps oh, rebate, yeah. Uh, yeah. both at once boy what a what a bargain you'll have your uh, shade tree there's still a good uh, selection of those cps trees back there yeah. too. oh good and so and you can if they're not sure they can go to the website or they you guys can walk them through the uh, sure but the we, pro- al- we also have the forms back there too yeah. oh good the they got everything get it off the website but the list is on the form and the forms are right by the trees okay and, and that list that cps list is more liberal than jerry and i recommend so yeah. you can, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you like any of the things we've mentioned, they're they're on that list for sure. And there's others that are on there, too. Yep, uh, there's, there's some neat ones. There's some odd ones that, yeah. that are hard to find. But it's some kind of fun. Yep. fun. And uh, Anakwa and, uh, oh, gosh, what's the, the little oak tree with the kind of white leaves? Uh, Lazy oak? Lazy's, yeah, they're on, they're on there, too. So. Are the red oak turning? Because I see some pretty my, red trees in my neighborhood. Mine in my backyard or not? Oh, the leaves Could are falling, t- but they're not turning. The are, oh. they, are they? They're hybrid red. They're a deep, deep red. Really? That's good. Yeah, I'll could, take a picture and send it. Could it could be a Chinese towel. Oh, I don't know. Maybe I'll take a picture. It's beautiful. Yeah, uh, Chinese towel. <laughs> I, I would hope by now he knows what a red oak is. A mirror. Yeah, you, yeah, kind of, but it doesn't look like a red oak, but the bark looked kind of oaky. Uh, well, you know how oaks look. From Muskogee? Yes. <laughs> so we've got a new word for uh, Webster's Dictionary. Oaky. Uh-oh. What? Yeah. Uh, oaky? Oaky. Yeah. The, bark, the bark and the leaves looked oaky. Okay, let's well, see. Mine, mine hadn't started uh, turning or falling. Really? That is red probably oak. not. You're probably right about the, uh, which Maybe. one did you say it was? Uh, tallow. Chinese tallow. tallow or pistache, or some of those have already started to turn. Yeah. And we've got, uh, let's see, oh, Millburgers Winterizer Lawn Fertilizer. Yep. So let's go to why. Why do I want to do well, this? Well, your grass needs to store its energy so it can come back better and stronger next year. So you feed it now, it, it can store all the, the nutrients uh, in the root system so that, that it responds better when the weather is appropriate and, and comes back better. All right. Including If you're, you're going to need shrubs, a fast-release yep. nitrogen source, so this is the best bargain around. Yeah. All right. And why should you buy it really quickly between tomorrow and today? Because it's not on sale, Pest. That's right. It's on sale in the 40-pound bag. It covers 7,200 square feet. Regularly twenty nine ninety nine now just sixteen eighty eight. What a bargain! Forty percent off. Yeah, that's that's a good deal on that fertilizer. For a couple of years ago, buy, buy one as a gift for someone. <laughs> Stocking uh, stuffer. Couple, a couple of years ago, uh, fertilizer socks. prices went through the roof. Yes, you remember did. that? Yes, I do. When it went through the, the roof, the fertilizer went. prices. Oh, no, why? Okay. Uh, I don't know what the problem. Is. Okay. Oil. Maybe it was oil. Oil. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fuel. But that's that's uh, the twenty nine ninety nine is a pretty good price. Yeah, 
But when you take 40% off of that, that's For 1688. Yeah, so don't miss this one. Come on by right now. And yeah. our, ours is better than all the all the others out there. Let me ask you something. Okay. There, there's, <laughs> there's someone who wants it but can't make it today. Oh, Lord. They could call. Could they call and pay for it, taking yeah. advantage of the sale price and yes, have it put could. aside? Okay, but you got to pay for it. Yeah, they would need to pay for it. Okay, so if you want to do that, you can call 210-497-3760. And pay for it, you know, just use your credit card, and uh, then they'll put it aside for you, and then you can come pick it up sometime next week. And there's a lot of people that have the holiday off tomorrow that could. That's true, you can come tomorrow. Good point. Um, All right, and uh, before we go again, uh, what's that's up? That's the nursery. Angel Tree is up. Yeah, the nursery is 210 497. Thank you, 3760. The Angel Tree is up. I saw it yesterday. It's full of uh, angels that need adopting. Uh, so uh, come on out quick, because the girls have already started grabbing some. Oh, have they really? Yes, they have. Okay. Well, that's what always happens is that they uh, we uh, the listeners and the customers at Millburgers are very generous, giving back to uh, folks who need it in San Antonio through the Salvation Army. It's the Salvation Army Angel Tree. You take one of the tags off, and then it contains gifts that the parents would like to try to get their child for. Uh, for Christmas, and then um, I'll even give you later on uh, ways that you can volunteer to, to help deliver those. Uh, but right now, come to Mill Burgers, and then you go get This is the best time because you come, you get it, and you still have plenty of time to shop for these, uh, including yeah. Thanksgiving when some of these items will probably be on their best yeah. price. Some of them are fun to read. Oh, are they really? Yeah. There, cool. there what have you seen? One, uh, said Batman yeah. and I want to say Sidekick. They, they couldn't, I guess they couldn't remember they couldn't Robin's Robin. name. Uh, okay. <laughs> Do, right. do they bring the gift back to Millburgers? Yes. Yes, they do. Okay. Yeah. And then Millburgers uh, gives them the salvation they, do need, they can't just grab one off of the tree and, and run off either. We have some information that we have to get from them. So, okay. Uh, okay. That we can give reminders. Have we quit, we quit tattooing people, though, with the, <laughs> the, the number of the uh, angels? Yes. Yeah, no. okay. The, so they bring a wrapped gift back to Millburgers? No. No, no, no. They do not wrap it. Do not wrap it? Do not wrap it. Okay. That makes it easier. But that, then that's the Salvation Army volunteers do that, don't uh, they? Some, somebody else does. Yeah. But uh, yeah. if, they, if we get a wrapped yeah, gift, we have to unwrap, unwrap it. it huh? Yeah, they, I think they usually publicize that. What's uh, that? Oh, the volunteer effort to wrap all yeah, that. Yeah. That's so good to know. Yeah, I'll tell you more about that. It's, it's apparently, uh, and I haven't been yet. I, I wanted to go last year and I couldn't, but. Uh, one of the most rewarding volunteer activities that you'll do when these parents come to pick up the gifts for their kids. Uh, very emotional, very heartwarming. So we'll tell you more about that as it gets closer. But the you first better not step, wait because we're excited. Well, I'm just, and we're already talking about the tree. I'll yeah. find out all the details. <laughs> the tree's here, though, so you can come already. All right, are you ready? I think so. It is time for the non-plant plant of, of the, the weekend. All right, so uh, we're going to be talking about frost cloth. Do you need it? It's right behind nope, you. I, I've, got you it all, I've got it all in my head. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right, so the one I brought up here is a 14 by 14, and that's the most common size, and it uh, can protect for several degrees of cold. So if you've got something tender, uh, this would be perfect for uh, Monday night, Tuesday night. Uh, but we do have it in all kinds of sizes and a few different colors as well. And even customized size. We do. We have some uh, drawstring green ones where they're round and you can drawstring it over pots or mm-hmm. hanging baskets and then some big pieces of green. Oh, I didn't think about going upside and, down. Uh, on that. That's a good and, idea. And we also carry it in bulk. 
So the white one we've got in uh, 12 foot wide and the new da, 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 15 foot wide. Oh, okay. So if oh, you got good. that extra large bed that uh, that normally can't get covered by you know these smaller pieces, you can you can actually incorporate large pieces and get it done. All right. and, I, and I do encourage everybody to get it done before the wind starts coming. <laughs> yeah, um, and that would be you know today, yeah. tomorrow, so Monday at the latest. So hard What's to put it up if, uh, if you've got the the wind blowing. And for, what do you what do you stake them down with, or do you stake them, or do you just weight them? Some of both. Okay. Uh, improvising is some uh, rocks. Some people do, yeah. Okay. Rocks. Uh, what we've done before is take the uh, rocks and actually tie them into one of the corners. Oh, that's uh, smart. A lot of times we'll tuck them up underneath the plants, uh, and, but you always got to protect the northern side more than than anything else because that's where the wind is going to be coming from. All right. So you, you always want to do extra good there because you don't want the wind to come under the tarp that it didn't do any good, and it may fly off. Yeah, if it, Jerry's Jerry's neighbor apparently has uh, <laughs> received many. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah. you, uh, you want to get a, a piece of uh, cover that's larger than your bed. Yeah, so, you mentioned so much, you'll have much larger. Good curves. idea. So, How much larger? <laughs> uh, I'm not sure there's a... Yeah, I don't think you can get too large. Well, you guess you can. Uh, yeah, you can because it's a. Then you got to paint, uh, deal with all that overlap. Oh, okay, <laughs> several think, feet more than you yeah. think you need. So maybe three feet larger. Four, yeah. I would be three, thinking around feet. two or three wow, feet four. all the way around. Okay, four, four feet sounds even better. Yeah. All right, and then what they'll do here at the nursery too is you just come give the size that you want to try to cover, and they'll find some. They'll just kind of make a suggestion and say, okay, if it's a ten by ten. You're going to need a 14 by 14? Am I doing the math right? That'll work. Yeah, it should. Okay. And the, but they'll figure out the math for you if you're like me. But the height has a lot to do with it, too. Like so an English major. 10 by 10 by 10 oh, that's by a good point. 6 foot tall, then no, uh, that's not going to be sufficient. <laughs> okay. Anyway, they'll help you here. And uh, so you get the right things to serve your purpose. That's cool. And uh, I told everybody at the beginning of the show that we did a good job, and a lot of people came in yesterday. Yes. So, But you still have plenty, but... This today and tomorrow would be the day to come in and get that. Um, they'll always have it, but uh, don't don't wait. And it's uh, it's nice weather today, so come get it. Yeah, that's neat that y'all are cutting cutting that off a big row. Uh, I, I imagine that would be cheaper than buying them in the package, right? It, it comes out pretty close. Pretty close, okay. but but it's a whole lot better to have if you got a large area. It's a whole lot better to have one big one. Than it is to have three oh, or four little yeah. ones. Yeah. What I do with mine is get big rocks, which I got plenty of, and uh, roll roll the uh, uh, rock, a uh, big stone, in the uh, in the overlap or uh, the skirt, yep. and and uh, that way the wind won't blow if you roll it a couple of times. And if you roll it under, yeah. Then you got that extra protection. If you roll it the other way, it's not quite as good. But yeah, that's good. All right, Trace. Anything else before we go to break? No, I think it covers everything. Cool. Thank you, sir. All right, we'll come back and visit us or stay up here. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Bulverde Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer.
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, reminding you December 7th and December 8th are Millburgers' annual Christmas open house. It's a whole lot of fun, and I'm going to tell you more right now. The traditional open house is Saturday, December 7th, with a little red choo-choo rides all around the fresh-cut Christmas trees. The sweet Adeline singing your favorite Christmas carols, face painting, roasted corn, hot chocolate wassail, and more, and pictures with Santa from 11 to 3. So come on out and take great Great family photos. Come on out on Sunday, December 7th for the Christmas Cowboy Christmas at Millburgers, including again little red choo choo, roasted corn, funnel cakes, hot chili. Texas weather band music and much much more including a balloon artist plus we invite you to come on by Millburgers right now and pick an angel off the Salvation Army angel tree and help support someone this year all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery 1604 on Bull Road on the web at millburgernursery.com you can bet that I stand ready when the wolf growls at the door hey I'm solid hey I'm steady Hey, I'm true down to the core And I will always do my duty No matter what the price I've counted up the cost I know the sacrifice Oh, and I don't want to die for you But if dying's asking me I bear that cross with honor Cause freedom don't come free I'm an American soldier Back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, Al picked two good tunes so far for Veterans Day to honor our veterans that are listeners out there. And uh, we appreciate what uh, what you've done and your sacrifice for this country. 210-308-8867 is our number. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. All right. We mentioned uh, Calvin's last, last, last we, yesterday. We talked about Calvin's uh, article in the paper about sweet peas. Yeah, Calvin loves his sweet peas. Yeah, he's a good grower. Uh, a lot of a lot, a lot of the old timers uh, used to grow sweet peas all the time. Who uh, and save their own seeds? I know Larry Stein's grandmother. Yeah, had her own selection of uh-huh. sweet peas. Um, and I was trying to think, well, gosh, I can even see her, one of the master gardeners that was real prominent in, uh, in some of the projects. She she was, uh, was it Edna Ward? Good Ben, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She was a real sweet pea a grower, Edna Ward Tolan. Did she, did she get the seed from her parents or grandparents or anything? Um, How do you ever ask her about that? Um, yeah, we talked a lot about it, but I think she got some. But more, but she was interested too in uh, trying the seed. There's a you know the, the typical seed rack like here at Millburgers usually have four or five oh, different okay. varieties. Okay. Well, and then if you go on the web, you get <laughs> lots of them. And so she was real interested in the the differences in the colors, and uh, but she did have a favorite 
most people do. Yeah. And the, one of the easiest things to do is you plant it and collect the, the seed, seed from that every, color. Every year. Yeah. But it's fun. If you haven't done, uh, a lot of people used to do sweet peas and then they quit. Yeah. Because we, uh, we talked about the weather being a little tough on them, either too hot or too cold. But uh, of, of late, uh, it's been... It's been pretty the last couple, three years. They've grown, grown pretty well and bloomed wonderfully. They're so fragrant. That's oh, what people yeah. like about them. And they're, they make uh, really nice uh, bouquets, too. And uh, they're, they're another one of those that the flowers last a long yeah. time. I think, uh, well, I'm sure that uh, Larry Stein's grandmother, uh, Little Real Medina, uh, the one that uh, Rose is named after, Grandma Jella Rose, uh, I think she grew a red one, and uh, like I said, it she had grown it for all her life, I guess. Uh, and uh, Larry's now maintaining the seed. Well, that's neat. So he's growing his too. I've noticed noticed if you let if you rely on the reseeding after uh, well a lot of a lot of plants this way after four or five years you end up with mostly pinks. No, oh, is that right? Yeah, so I always like, I like them to reseed, but I always uh, start some uh, new seed uh, too to get some different colors and move move the beds around a little bit. All right, we're going to take a break and get you caught up with the news. <laughs> then after that, we're getting we're, a hint there, Milton. Yeah, uh, we'll talk to Shirley after this. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867, toll-free 866-308-8867. I'm Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Trey Parsons. We're live out here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Purple. Oh, of the, oh, is she getting a purple? And we'll be back after this on 930 a.m. Oh, the answer. I spoke. back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Um, we have Shirley on the line and uh, she's going to start the hour off. What's going on, Shirley? How are you doing today? I'm doing real good. Uh, I keep listening to y'all every week and for years, and um, I can't get over to your nursery, you know, to the nursery over there. And I was wondering if uh, Trace had anything, uh, like, you know, I'm going to have to quit driving because I'm getting cataracts. Yeah, so you need kind of a... A delivery for some of yes. the items that you'd be interested in. I'm yes, gonna, I'm gonna be, ask. I don't know the answer to that, um, but I was great. thinking, I was thinking through the break too. There may be other services too, like um, there are, uh, like you know, DoorDash and things like that where they deliver meals. And I wonder if they would consider if you say wanted to buy some of the Laura Bush petunias or a couple things of Lantana, where they would pick it up. Uh, they they charge you. But um, I don't think you're concerned about that so much. Um, but, yeah, I'll find out. It's a, it's a good idea, and I wanted to put you on because I thought they wanted to hear it. Shirley, what, are you, what are you grow, what you growing? 
We'll find out, Shirley. I don't have an answer for you. Um, you could call the nursery number and ask what they would suggest. That's uh, 210-497-3760. But let's find out what kind of answers we get, uh, too. We'll do some research. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks, Shirley. Okay. You take care. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, 210-308-8867. James is on the line. We have folks uh, lighting up the lines uh, uh, right as we start the show. Got a question about a couple things. Hey, James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Just fine. Thank you for taking my call. I got a couple of questions. Um, I picked up uh, uh, Night Blooming Jasmine, which I'm not real familiar with, but I understand it's real fragrant. It's, It's fixing to bloom, but the blossoms haven't opened yet. But my question is, it's still in the pot that I purchased it in. So I'm going to overwinter it and put it in a bigger pot, I think. But I don't know where to do it now. And how cold-hardy is this plant, this upcoming weather? Not very. <laughs> Not it's very? Uh, okay. Yeah, All right, I can yeah bring, you I want can bring, I can bring it in if I, if I need to or protect it, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, that works well. Just carry it in for the those cold nights and then put her back out okay um, at what at what temperature i left it out the other night uh we got close to freezing about 33 i think and uh, it didn't harm it at all but i had it up against the house so yeah um, yeah so, that, that makes a lot of difference because yeah if it was out in the open yeah i'm thinking i'm thinking even 38 40 degrees would have yeah affected oh okay so it's a pretty tender plant what about when i when i do put it in the ground so it'll it, it, does it freeze down every year to the ground and re-sprout, or, or what? Well, mine do in a container. I've got the containers, and they're up against the the house on the porch. And uh, and they still freeze they down? They still freeze, freeze down, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, but, but, I, think but, I, I think I'd keep growing it in a container. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I actually prefer to do that, but I, I didn't know how big. I thought it got pretty big. I'm not real familiar with the plant. I'm anxious to smell it because what I've been reading online, they say it's very fragrant, and it's not bloomed yet, but it, it looks like it's going to bloom <laughs> this cold spell hits. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know you have to go out there at night to smell it, really, James. I can, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, Milton, that's why they call it night. Well, really. don't, don't do what I did, and uh, I didn't yeah. couldn't figure out what that smell was in the <laughs> evening for like three or four days before Judy said, well, it's the night. <laughs> Finally started to bloom. Um, okay. Is it is it a really nice smell or is it just a? a oh yeah, it's nice. Yeah. It's okay, potent. I'm anxious to smell it. Yeah, I've never smelled it or seen it in bloom before. All right. My second question is my my fall garden consists of one lone Juliet tomato that's just loaded right now with blooms and green fruit. And, uh, hopefully, motivation to to Calvin Finch. I just ran 75 feet extension cord off to the cage. <laughs> Um, my question is, I'm going to put some supplemental heat, a heat lamp in there. Do I put it at the bottom of the cage or more towards the top and before bottom. I cover it? Bottom. Yeah, bottom. It bottom. rises okay. the heat. Close rises. to the ground. Close to the yeah. ground in the screen. Okay. All right. I wasn't sure about that. Okay. How big are the Juliet tomatoes? Uh, the fruit themselves are not real yeah. big. They're only about, really, I haven't looked that close, but they're kind of like small. Like a marble? 
No, they're they're oblong. They're about they're a good inch or so. They're just not turning. They're not turning at all. Um, yeah. It's it's loaded with green fruit and about hundred thousand yellow blooms on it. So I'm going to try to pull it through this cold snap and maybe the next one, see how it goes. But I'd like to get okay. some harvest off, off of it. So I didn't know for sure where to put that heat source, top or bottom. Yeah, so at the bottom. The what, okay. what, what, uh, well, what are you going to cover it with? Oh, I've got some uh, moving blankets, those uh, quilted blankets. I covered oh, it good. In, yeah, I covered it this last freeze where it got, uh, where it got down to 33. It didn't even nip it. But I didn't put the light. So I'm running a light out there this time for this freezer. Good, good, good man. Next time. All right. Anchor, all right. anchor it down so it won't blow off. Have you got uh, light bulbs that produce heat? I've got these uh, heat lamps that they make for light. Oh, uh, that's great. I oh, use, good. I've used them for farm animals and uh, in other applications or whatnot. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's getting harder and harder to find. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> used to be if you get a, a, a mechanics light, it automatically was a heat producer. Yeah. Now, well, now they now try these, to. These lights, you can, pick them up, you can pick them up at the at the feed stores pretty pretty easily. Rather, better that than the uh, auto store. I oh, guess. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank hey, you. thanks for thanks, calling sir. in. You take care. Uh-huh. All right, 210-308-8867. Give us a call and tell us what's going on, 210-308-8867, or toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Uh, Neil Sperry had some interesting questions. Oh, and before we uh, this no, week? let's do that, but also I'm going to poke Calvin, too. Get the uh, Where is the uh, GVST thing? We'll do that in a minute. Oh, okay. Okay, but anyway, yeah. So, I think I can remember. Okay, Neil Sperry, what now? We'll do. We'll do that in a minute. <laughs> you got me off track, Mel. I'm sorry. I know you that's. Know how should I, I, should I go ahead and do it without? Yeah. You, you know yeah. how not to do that. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and do that real quick, and then we'll find out <laughs> what Mel right. Sperry said. What Milton's talking about is the Essentials of Gardening class, which is a week from Monday. Not tomorrow. Yeah, but it's, a, it's such a good one. It's an unusual one, too, so we just wanted to alert everybody. Uh, from noon to 3 p.m. on the 18th of November at the. Uh, Garden Center, uh, 3310 North New Braunfels. The speakers, uh, the first speaker is David Vaughn, who's a well-known arborist. He's going to talk about uh, all kinds of developments and uh, research that's going on in uh, uh, tree care. And probably uh, one of the things we're most interested in is uh, oak wilt, and David's been involved with that, so you get your questions answered. And uh, bring any any kind of issues you have for him to talk about. And then uh, Karen Guz is going to be the second speaker. Yay, Karen. And Karen is going to talk <laughs> about uh, basic botany. And uh, she's good at it. Uh, she's taught the Master Gardener classes for years and years. The mm-hmm. first the first class that was always offered. Uh, talking about, you know, if you've got any questions with photosynthesis or drought tolerance or why why some plants survive a situation other plants don't don't uh this is the lecture to attend uh, it's really a, a background lecture that uh really makes it makes it easier for us to be successful gardeners plus she's a very good speaker 
a really, a really entertaining. Story. Yeah, if something happens to her, Calvin, uh, we got you on standby, uh, right? That's right. Yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you go. You go from uh, the A team to the D team. <laughs> D, not B. B team. Uh, he's teasing me because uh, I originally taught that class starting back in 1989, and uh, it was always rated. The uh, lowest, uh. Uh, the uh, no, let's see, it was kind of a, a test. Uh. You made it through that, uh. you, you were gonna make it for flying you colors, through the rest. anything. Yeah. And then. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, uh, Karen is uh, an excellent speaker, very enter- entertaining, plus the knowledgeable about that topic. There you go. All right, so go to gardeningvolunteers.org for more information. That's not tomorrow, but a week from tomorrow. Uh, for that event, and we'll uh, probably remind you next week. Yeah, we'll remind you one more time. But then there's no reservation; you just go, right? There's yeah, no... and they have a potluck dinner or, or lunch, br- yeah, brunch, and uh, they're encouraging. This time, they're encouraging people to bring um, uh, oh, to bring a covered a dish. dish. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, they can get more information uh, from from the website. And they can uh, they get an opportunity if you're looking thinking about uh, participating in gardening volunteers. It's a great organization. They do some important tasks and kind of pick and choose the degree mm-hmm. of involvement yeah. that you want. So they'll have all those basic uh, garden volunteer projects listed there. You can kind of take a look, see if that's something you'd want to do in the future. Yeah, Danny, weren't you recommending that to the lady that came by yesterday? Yes. Uh, the design school I was oh uh, okay yeah she was she had her house plan I mean her lot plan and she was trying to <laughs> where do you start and she'd gone to plan answers and I said well that's a good place to go but it's probably yeah. better if you go to a design the design school to get a good start and it's, then I should have talked about Greg's book Greg's book too yeah. on the landscape that's we don't, excellent we we don't have a lot of design on uh, planantswer.com. We've got what on, we got on plantanswers.com is if you're interested in a specific tree or a shrub or something, there's a lot of information on that right. particular one. Right, but, right. But right. how to link it into the to meet your new landscape needs? That's that's another issue altogether. Right. Again, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. It's time for. Neil Sperry said what? <laughs> All right. Uh, got a question in uh, from somebody that had some old live oaks on their property, and they're about ready to do some landscaping. Uh, what do we need to know to avoid harm to these trees? And uh, Neil's talking about it. says, think, think of any given tree root, trees roots system as an old-fashioned wooden wagon wooden wagon wheel uh, you want to cut the trenches between the spokes in other words oh, okay. between the roots and not across them in other words you don't want to cut the roots if possible yeah, even if it means longer runs of pipe, well, the irrigation pipe. Mm. Uh, do not change the grade by adding soil over the roots and resist the urge to use the system uh, 
to excess. So, uh, and then we had another question uh, a while back that I hadn't gotten to. When is the best time to remove bothersome roots? Oh. Uh, Mid-fall. In October, November is the best time to remove any roots that are threatening pavement, other roots, etc. That gives the tree the longest possible time to regrow roots in preparation for next next summer's hot, dry weather. Uh, however, uh, that doesn't give you a blank check to remove as many roots as you want. The total number of roots removed shouldn't add to be more than something like 15 to 20 percent of the diameter of the trunk. I never have heard that. Example, a tree with a trunk that's 10 inches in diameter can't afford to lose more than a, than a circumference one to one and a half or two inches of roots in one year. I, I, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen them remove. I've seen the builders on on live oaks that uh, live oaks uh, that remove eighty percent of the roots. Now, in, in some place in the article too, he brought up a, a, what I thought was an interesting, important point: uh, people with post oaks. Yeah, right. Out right. There, especially south of San Antonio, there's a. I mean, even, you even look at post oaks cross-eyed, <laughs> and you, you'll have them damaged. They don't survive when you're driving concrete trucks over them or anything. Uh, right. Whereas live oaks are much more tolerant of uh, all this activity. you got a chance of, uh, of them surviving almost any kind of digging or construction, whereas post oaks, uh, it's just they're just not going to survive. So... Every every situation's a little individualistic, and you got to keep that in mind. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Let's take this opportunity, take a quick break, and we'll come back with more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas in just a moment. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, and we'll be back after this on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road, reminding you December 7th and December 8th are Milberger's annual Christmas open house. It's a whole lot of fun, and I'm going to tell you more right now. The traditional open house is Saturday, December 7th, with a little red choo-choo rides all around the fresh-cut Christmas trees. The sweet Adeline singing your favorite Christmas carols, face painting, roasted corn, hot chocolate wassail, and more, and pictures with Santa from 11 to 3. So come on out and take Great family photos. Come on out on Sunday, December 7th for the Christmas Cowboy Christmas at Millburgers, including, again, Little Red Choo Choo, Roasted Corn, Funnel Cakes, Hot Chili, Texas Weather Band Music, and much, much more, including a balloon artist. Plus, we invite you to come on by Millburgers right now and pick an angel off the Salvation Army Angel Tree and help support someone this year. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road, on the web at millburgernursery.com. I 
Dearest love, it's almost dawn. I've been lying here all night long, wondering where you might be. I saw your mama and I showed her the ring. Man on a television said something, so I couldn't sleep. But I'll be all right, I'm just missing you. And this is me kissing you. X's and O's in a letter from home. I hold it up and show my buddies like we ain't scared of night, but the same buddy and they all laugh. Cause he calls me honey, but they take it hard. Cause I don't read the good part. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Did yeah, you? Yeah, we touched on this a little bit earlier, What's but uh, got a question in. What is the best time of year to, to trim rock roses and regular rose bushes? Uh, or regular bush roses. Uh, and it's got a picture of a, a rock rose in there. And I was asking Trace uh, where where the rock roses were that, that had, blo- had been blooming so pretty uh, all summer long. And uh, he showed them to me. They're right here in front of our broadcast deal here. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they're not blooming. There are very, very few blooms on them, but uh, they're for sale. They're on sale. Uh, while while this, what is forty percent? Let's see. Yeah, for for this final week, of forty percent. And uh, rock roses, or pavonia, a lot of people call them, are related to hibiscus and should be pruned lightly all through the growing season. To keep the plants tidy and compact. Now, I think it's a lost cause trying to make them into a yeah. disciplined plant. I mean, they're they're wonderful blooming plant and a good xeriscape plant. Right. And the butterflies love them. Uh, Did you hear your name? But you. Uh, no. Should I have? <laughs> but it's. Uh, he said he was talking to Trace. They're, they're, they're an old-fashioned plant. Yeah. Pink flower is very nice. Uh, Wonderful drought tolerant plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people use them in uh, rock gardens and things like that. And uh, like I said, those plants have been blooming all all summer long. Kind of in the shade too. Come think about it, they're right over there. Uh, you shape them in early spring, just as the new growth begins, as well. Uh, in other words. That's one of those plants that you want to cut back severely in the spring. So uh, so it keeps it compact. Well, and they f- freeze back most winters to, yeah, the, to yeah, the ground. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, then bush roses are pruned early in February before the new growth commences, except uh, for the what we were talking about a while ago, uh, cutting the dead wood out of them. At this time of the year, uh, but anyway, uh, each cut should be made just above the bud facing out from the center of the plant. 
Neil's into that uh, Bud facing off thing. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the old time recommended uh, method. And then uh, they ask uh, somebody asked what are the best types of fruit trees for gardeners with limited space. Mm. And uh, I think Neil jumped the tracks on this one. Oh no. He said. <laughs> He said, Methley Hunt plums, which are pretty big trees. And uh, this is the other the other one, though, is yeah, Orient pear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Orient pear, and figs, and fi- uh, figs. I've seen, you know, they they get be tree size. Oh gosh, yeah. I uh, now we'll say Little Miss Figgy would fit in that. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, that's a little dwarf fig that we did as a You plant. still got some of those? No, but I've got them booked for uh, for January. Oh, okay, good. So what would we say that are some better ones? Uh, I would say citrus. Yeah, and I guess, I guess they didn't limit it to trees. Blackberries are easy to grow in limited space. Yeah, uh, the, the, that's why we, uh, on, the, on our satsumas, uh, that's why we put them, put them, uh, put them on their own rootstock. It made the tree about half the size of a standard tree, but uh, neither, uh, there's no more of those available. I've got two. You got two. So one this morning. <laughs> but uh, that's that's why we were doing that is to kind of keep the size from from getting. What about big. some of the pomegranates? Yeah. I mean, they'd be better than the pear and the plum for sure. And the loquat. And, oh, oh, yeah, you put loquat in there? No, okay. I didn't. Loquat gets pretty Kumquat. big. Kumquat. Okay, kumquat. Oh, yeah, kumquat. Kumquat. Yeah, there's a little difference between loquat and kumquat <laughs> in size. Like the quats are different. 40 feet. Yeah. Uh, what's the difference with them? <laughs> All right. Cool. Oh, okay. But they, anyway, yeah, uh, you can... You can keep that that fig he recommended cut back, but so hard. Yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's hard to fig- to figure how to prune it and not reduce the yeah. fruiting. So far. the nice on nice part on the citrus is that you can can prune it peer, peer, during the season. Put it, leave it in a kind of whiskey half. And whiskey leave it beer. in a whiskey barrel, which kind of stunts or dwarfs the. Uh, the top plant. Well, what's going on, Trace? Uh, not not much. Okay. A few customers uh, still selling those trees. They're still buying the 30, 30% oh, good. of those trees. Good. So. Well, tell us again what the deal is on uh, those. All right. Well, uh, as Calvin mentioned, they, they can actually double dip on this one. So we've got a lot of uh, our, our 10, 15, 30-gallon shade trees. They're on sale for 30% off. And on top of that, some of them qualify for the CPS rebate. And uh, so there's still a number of the oaks that do and some anaquas. Uh, but they can actually get a $50 credit on their water bill on certain trees planted uh, in certain areas. CPS Excuse bill. Me, uh, CPS bill, sorry. Yeah. Um, planted in certain places in their yard. Up to five times so yes, over the times. history of the program. So it's a, that's a, it's an easy program to participate in. I like about it. Millburgers got all, all the information you need to participate in. Do y'all give people a sheet with the with the tr- tree types on there? We we have it available, yes. Have it available, and y'all and y'all will plant for a price. Plant the tree for a price. We will. Okay, for those, uh, 
uh, for those older people <laughs> that have hasn't dug a hole in their yard to plant something, you need to do that before you come uh, by this tree. In other words, uh, Milton and I always say, dig the hole before you buy the plant to put in the hole. And uh, I think after uh, several hours of chipping rocks and digging rocks, you're going to realize that uh, it doesn't matter how much Millburger charges to plant <laughs> that tree, uh, it's worth it. And especially if you factor in the, the hospital bills from uh, after you well, what, what finish makes, digging that hole. What really makes it worth it is uh, if we install the tree, it has a year guarantee. Yeah. Yeah, really give a more powerful guarantee. And you'll deliver it, it too, that's won't open, you? Yeah, well, that's, that's hauling it out there. We got the dirt and all that. So. All right. That's a, that's, a, that's a good deal. Good Christmas present. Very cool. All right. And uh, let's see, what else do we want to talk about while I got you up here? What are folks asking you when they come in throughout the week to ask gardening questions? Uh, th- this week it's been about grass fungus. Oh, and other damages to their grass. So uh, uh, a lot of the Bermudas have already started to go sleepy. Okay. And uh, so there are big concerns on that. Uh, trees dropping leaves, even though it's normal in most cases, it still concerns people. Don't look at the leaves, Jerry said. <laughs> Jerry. I, I said, if you think you've got oak wilt, you know, <laughs> when a tree starts declining, that's the first thing people say, I got oak wilt. Or, or if if they if they have those little balls on the uh, on the uh, bottom of the le- oak leaves, they think that's that's something dangerous, and that's galls or insect galls, and they got, they've already left. And so, but if if you if you think you've got oak wilt, all you have to do is is bring some leaves to uh, to our a seminar we were talking about having a, a week from tomorrow over at the Botanical Garden and let that uh, arborist uh, take a look at them. And he can pretty well tell you pretty quick. Or you can go to, is it oakwilt.com? It's uh, com maybe. Yeah, go But uh, they've got find great pictures. They've got great pictures on, on that website. I don't well, know if we've got a link to that or not on plantanswers.com. I'd say about 50% of the phone calls mm-hmm. are dealing with, do I need to cover this, that, yeah, I the bet. other? Uh, that's a lot of questions that we get over the phone. Some of the, some of the people come in, but uh, most people are, are calling and asking. Yeah. Calvin said don't cover. <laughs> Calvin said he's not going <laughs> he's to cover. Not covering. He's not These specific plants yeah. are oh, there you go. oh, okay. And the actions of the host may not represent those of you. Or, <laughs> we'll, we'll find out on Saturday if uh, Calvin will either be triumphant or he'll go, you know, uh, maybe I should have covered. Uh, we'll I, think you, I think you should cover going. just because of the wind. I'm a big believer that wind does a lot of damage. Well, Trace, what might they cover with? Segway, segway, segway. The non-plant plant plant of the weekend. 
All right, so frost cloth, and it's got all kinds of, you can call it insulate. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, it's a material that uh, helps keep the cold out. So plants stay warm the same way you do. So undershirt, shirt, sweater, coat, overcoat, the more layers of, uh, that you create, the more dead air space, the warmer the plants will stay. So we've got it in all kinds of different sizes. The one I brought up here to show you all was 14 by 14, yeah. and it's white. Uh, we do have a thinner white one for lighter frost. We do have a... Uh, green that has drawstrings in it for certain size pots, uh, big pieces of green. And then we have the bulk, which I think is the best deal. Because if you've got a big area, uh, it, it doesn't serve you well to try to cover it with a whole bunch of little pieces. So we've got a, a 10-foot, excuse me, a 12-foot wide and a 15-foot wide bulk roll where you can buy 50 feet, 100 feet, uh, whatever, whatever it takes to cover that bed in, uh, in one piece rather than piecemeal. Yeah. And that's a. Have y'all got a big spool of it hanging up somewhere? I I improvised on the really big one. Yes, I created something. Okay, very cool. All right, so um, yeah, you can uh, just come on by, and since the the weather forecast it sounds like tomorrow at noon is when it changes. There's still time today, but uh, you may want to come by ASAP and get that. There's plenty left and stuff, so that's not an issue. The issue is, you know, I don't know if you want to be out in the cold and the rain. Doing it, so yeah. But anyway, even if ASAP, a at, let's we we're not going to bring donkeys into this, <laughs> so people don't own mules anymore. So that's there not that's not a okay. expression that people may be familiar with. Now keep it keep in mind mm-hmm. that uh, that that cloth does not warm the plant. It, in other words, it is not not an external uh, heat source. What it does is slowly release the accumulated coal. Okay. And uh, it may get some warming from uh, the soil if you don't put a external heat source in there. But plastic traps the coal and uh, freezes the plant. And also what it does, uh, the cloth does, is slowly... Even if the plant freezes a little bit, it slow thaws the plant the next morning when the sun comes out. Yeah. And you've said that's that's just as important, that no, slow yeah. thaw is. I think the slow thaw is because when you, you know, you, you know plastic would hold more heat uh, than a cloth, a, fi- a, a porous cloth. But... Uh, it holds the coal also. That's a problem. Okay. And so we've got all that here. Every, yes. uh Custom sizes. Uh, the most popular is that 14 by 14. Yeah, the one that's behind us. Okay, yep. yeah. Don't let that just sit over. Should be 12 by 10. Oh, that's 12 by 10? That's right. 14.99. Okay, there we go. That's where I got the four for. So, cool. so if somebody brings the dimensions of their, their plant in... I mean, their bed is, y'all will kind of give them some suggestions yes, as but, what to use. But we also need, as we discussed earlier, we need three dimensions, not just two. Yeah, you need the height. The oh, width, yeah. That's the height, true. the width, and the length. That's true, too. Yeah, we, we think of everything. <laughs> and I liked your idea. I didn't think, I always thought of the, uh, the, the brand that you're talking about, the blanket with the drawstring on it. 
uh, as something you cover and then pull it tight. I didn't think of going like a, a hanging basket. That's a good idea. Where you, and then you pull it on top of the hanging basket. What? The, oh, where are you, how do you put it underneath the container? Big, heavy container. Well, I thought what you were doing was, yeah, you were like taking like the citrus-sized plants and you were putting it over and then pulling the top on the root. But I guess that, does, that defeats the purpose, doesn't it? Because you're not getting any of the soil warmth. You're just protecting it from wind and... That's half the battle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. All right, anything else going on, Trace? Uh, I think that covers uh, cool. everything. Well, let's take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, reminding you December 7th and December 8th are Millburgers' annual Christmas open house. It's a whole lot of fun, and I'm going to tell you more right now. The traditional open house is Saturday, December 7th, with the little red choo-choo rides all around the fresh-cut Christmas trees, the sweet Adeline singing your favorite Christmas carols, face painting, roasted corn, hot chocolate wassail, and more, and pictures with Santa from 11 to 3. So come on out and take great family photos. Come on out on Sunday, December 7th for the Christmas Cowboy Christmas at Millburgers, including again, Little Red Choo Choo, Roasted Corn Funnel Cakes, Hot Chili, Texas Weather Band Music, and much, much more, including a balloon artist. Plus, we invite you to come on by Millburgers right now and pick an angel off the Salvation Army Angel Tree and help support someone this year. All at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road, on the web at millburgernursery.com. In a foreign war But he doesn't like to talk about it anymore He kept a picture of my mama right by his heart He gave it one last look before the fighting would start He said all I ask is that you don't forget Cause the war's not There's a part of me that will always be Just a boy in a hole with an M16 Airborne Ranger Infantry I left my best friend lying in a pool of blood While I crawled away through the brush and mud and welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. So I'll back at the station once a, uh, a I guess, a, a list of plants that he can pick that you could even drive a cement truck over that would still live. Uh, so pretty tough plants. Live oak. Yeah. Um, I think cedar elm is uh, pretty good. Yeah. Um, well, of course, four o'clocks. Yeah, the four o'clocks, we've talked about that before. They're yeah. frog fruit. 
Remember we had oh, that yeah, person who yeah. talked about the frog fruit and hell? Frog fruit. They yeah, play the driveway? There's, there's lots, yeah, there are a lot, lots of plants. And it depends on the soil, too. Uh, some soil doesn't compact as ba- badly as other soils do. He's asking about Sequoia Redwood. Oh, uh, I don't. I haven't ever grown it here, so I don't know. Okay. Yeah. We don't know. Is he trying to grow here? It here? I think so. Yeah. Oh. Is Sequoia uh, the big California? Yeah. Oh, See, I don't know. You don't see many. <laughs> that could be a sign uh, that it may not be perfect. All right. I don't, you'll have to send us a list, Al, of what you're looking for, and then we'll uh, we'll judge. Uh, there's too many to choose from. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Calvin, we've got a break. Do you want to talk a little bit again about the upcoming Garden of Essentials class? That's right. Uh, it's a week from Monday from noon to 3 p.m., uh, that's the uh, regular third Monday Essentials of Gardening class for the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. It's at the Garden Center, which is at 3310 North New Braunfels. And uh, it's, a, it's a, a lecture series, and there will be two speakers. David Vaughn, the uh, well-known arborist, will be the first speaker. And he's going to talk about uh, some of his favorite uh, uh, theories and cures and uh, research that's going on in, in tree care and uh, how to improve tree health. He'll be uh, available to answer your questions, and and uh, we expect he'll, a lot of the conversation will be about oak wilt um, and water retention, too. I mean, water uh, conservation, drought tolerance is an important part of that discussion. Second part is going to be offered by Karen Guz. Karen is the conservation director of the San Antonio Water System. But for many years, she was also the uh, presenter of the first class in the Master Gardeners here in Bear County. I think we've had 87 classes now. Wow. Um, (laughs) I gave a presentation just last week, and I asked him what class this was. (laughs) And they gave me that uh, number. But Karen Karen, uh, is uh, really well known for an excellent uh, basic botany uh, class lecture. She's a good speaker, knowledgeable, and... uh, it really is an opportunity for you if you you know if you got some questions about photosynthesis and uh, uh, how plant, some plants tolerate drought and how others don't and characteristics of uh, plant growth uh, that'll be a good good one for you to attend. So just an hour hour long, which yeah. will answer questions for you too. Very entertaining, uh, pleasant speaker, and so get you get lunch. Well, mm-hmm. you can you know it's a Bring your own. What is it called? The potluck. Potluck. Potluck, and it's in my experience, they always got a, a good choice and uh, plenty of food. Uh, they're encouraging you to bring uh, your favorite potluck yeah. kind of offering too. You also get an opportunity to, to see what the gardening volunteers are about. They have all their programs, projects listed, and you can participate if you want, or you can just be interested. Um, this is a, a good organization that does uh, good work here in San Antonio area. It works really closely with both Jerry and I on Jerry's research and uh, on uh, some of my projects. Um, so 
Uh, plan on attending that. Mar- uh, it's on November 18th, noon to 3 p.m. Uh, an arborist, a famous arborist, talking about tree care and tree research and also uh, Karen Guz, conservation director at the San Antonio Water System, uh, talking about uh, basic botany, which she yeah. is very skillful And at. she's good with plants, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so. uh, she and and her parents, uh, she 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 and her family used to live over there, pretty close to me at Brown Station. And uh, I would go by, I would go by the, uh, go by her house, and there was another master gardener uh, living across the street from her. I was trying to remember his name. That, that they used to come compete with each other. Oh, that's funny. And. Uh, and uh, I was telling Karen about how I, I enjoyed watching her landscape. And some of it, they moved, and some of it's still hanging in there, uh-huh. some of the recommended plant material. And uh, I went by there one day, and she had her, she had twins, I think, had twin children. No, she's got, they're a couple of years apart. Two, are they a couple yeah. of years apart? But anyway, they were out there helping her plant something. Uh-huh. And I told her I'd stop and told her and said you take pictures of those those cute kids uh, so we can use them in a presentation and I was reminding her of that the other day and uh, she said those cute kids are now in college I think they're in college they now. both they've both graduated oh from college yeah and they're uh, <laughs> maybe one, one of them may be working on a PhD oh my goodness and I think one of them is uh, working no, uh, okay. but, but the uh, has a has an advanced degree, so yeah, they were cute children. Yeah, very, very uh, well educated and yeah. uh, interested. And Karen, how involved in the planting of that tree? Hey, we have Ed on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey there, Ed. What's going on? How can we help you today? Oh, um, I'm planning on planting some yopon hollies. I want to find out uh, in this part of the country, which I'm uh, due west of San Antonio, um, will a yopon holly, once I get it established, be able to survive on the uh, natural rainfall and and you know weather that we have here? Yes, the general statement is yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but you know we've got such uh, variation in soil conditions uh, that. Growth rate, but yeah, that that plant is always listed as one of the top uh, xeriscape plants and yeah. well adapted plants for this area. In fact, we did, we did a deal yesterday about where that came from, where the Yopon and Burford holly the dwarfs came from. Uh, now the problem with the dwarfs, like like I said yesterday, the only time I've seen people have trouble with uh, with Yopon or Burford Holly, in other words, dropping leaves or leaves turning yellow or whatever, is because they dried out severely before they were four to five years old. Yeah, before they're well established. They got kind of a lot of top to, to take care of with a limited root system when they're first planted. Right. So keep right, them watered at the base. Established, but I, uh, once they're established, are they going to survive? Without any additional care, yes, absolutely. But uh, that that uh, once established is 
four to five years and in a rocky uh, soil, you know, in a poor soil. Right. So, That's what uh, I've got in most places. Are you going to plant a row of them, or a lot of them, or what? No, I'm just going to sprinkle them along the edges of my driveway uh, from the gate up to the house. Okay. That's one of the best choices. I would, uh, to get them started, uh, probably the best thing you can do is put a drip hose by them. Right by, right by the trunk of the tree. Or even even one of those leaky hoses. Yeah. Easy to use. You just get it, you already got it on, just unroll it and hook it to the spigot when you need well, it. These are going to be pretty far from the house or pretty far from any water. But I've uh, I've got some containers that I'm planning on uh, filling up and and letting them leak slowly, so that okay. they put out work. like maybe it'll work five gallons of water at a time. But you know, just sort of a drip type of system. Yeah, are you st- are you using standard yopon or dwarf? Standard. Standard yopon. Okay. That's I'm even better. That that's even better once they get established. <clears throat> Have you got deer out there? <laughs> yeah, I've got uh, just a little bit short of uh, uh, you know some of these uh, axes. No, just but what I'm saying is they're just you know they're a little bit fewer than Hollywood Park, but not much. Oh, okay. Well, Hollywood Park will share some more with you if you want to. Uh, I have a neighbor <laughs> that uh, feeds 250. Uh, oh, man. Uh, now, what uh, is it? That, which one uh, do deer eat and not eat? Well, they don't, uh, uh, they don't eat the yopon. They won't eat the yopon. Yeah, they don't seem to. We, uh, we hesitate to ever say anything absolute about the deer, but, uh, yeah, you, I... I I don't think I've ever seen them eat the yopon holly, for some reason. The Burford, they'll they'll eat, nibble on it. Yeah, more. they'll eat it in some situations. And it's the one that got the thorn. Yeah, that little, little thorn. thorn. I you use know, Ch- dwarf Chinese holly, and they don't in my neighborhood. They don't eat okay. that. Yeah. All right. All good right. luck. I right. get a male uh, burf. I mean yopon holly because my. Uh, female didn't put on any uh, any fruit this year. Well, you shouldn't need one, but this this year is pretty ex- exceptional in yeah. terms of the weather. I would bet that you've got plenty of male uh, pollen out there. Yeah, in a normal year. Okay. Don't, yeah. Well, I, I had yeah. uh, plenty of blooms in the spring. I have it in a large container, but I I didn't get any uh, fruits of it at all. Yeah, yeah well, I think that was the hot weather. Pollen killed the pollen. But okay. it'll get better. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Ed. You take care. All right. Again, 210-308-8867. Still got a couple minutes left, so you could probably sneak a call on if you call right now. So when are the, uh, let's see, that uh, the Christmas celebration is the 7th and mm-hmm. 8th of December. I guess we'll start getting, uh, we've got some of the live Christmas trees in already, but uh, a lot of the preparations here to handle that huge 
Yeah, we Christmas saw some. Ro- ro- yeah. One of the, Roger came by with a box of uh, Christmas ornaments. Yeah, decoration. Go from Halloween to Christmas. <laughs> and... No burgers. We got another question in. Uh, it's kind of weird. Uh, for several years, I've had a Meyer lemon tree and a kumquat tree planted near one another. This year, the lemon has stopped bearing fruit and seems to have grafted itself onto the kumquat. Now the kumquat is bearing both kumquats and lemons. No. <laughs> the, the answer to that is no. Is that normal? No. Now, I don't know if, uh, whether kumquat is a type of citrus, but I don't know if if you can graft a lemon onto a kumquat. But uh, them growing close together doesn't put lemons and kumquats on the same tree. I'm kind of with Neil on this. I think he mentions that he thinks uh, one of the... The rootstock, you might yeah, have a, yeah. might have the lemon with a sour orange or yeah. Now one one thing, if you've got a, a rootstock coming up, the fruit will be sour, it'll probably sour orange, and you'll also have thorns on that on that uh, rootstock that comes up. Neil says Meyer lemons are grafted onto other citrus rootstock. Your photo show uh, is showing two the two trunks growing out of one another. Really looks like a rootstock that has taken over because a top growth has died or weakened. That might mean you have the same type, uh, some type of sour orange rootstock. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today. Remember, no. Mill Burgers is open today on or open tomorrow on Veterans Day. So uh, we want to... Lots of sale items will go off the sale after today. Yeah, after tomorrow. So come on by. Check it out. And visit with them. On behalf of the docs, thanks to you for listening. Uh, And uh, thanks to Al for doing a great job with the music to honor our veterans. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.